<laughs> well, on that note, we could just once a year get together and watch dinner party. Watch and dinner party live broadcast and make asobuco. Yes, make <laughs> I would make the best asobuco. I we can't should wait. do that. We're I, gonna do that. We're going down to BJ's house. Yeah, we're, you're gonna once make asobuco. Real come down. To it's got a brace for the next four hours, and we're gonna eat it at midnight. Like, midnight. When in Rome. When, yeah. <laughs> It'll just be so wine drunk by the time uh, yeah. we're actually recording. Oh, It'll be like the Creed episode all over again <laughs> that we had to nix. We, we're poor. Pouring massive Dwight glasses of wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just, so, hear, you just so. hear the clinking as you're going, are you dipping yours in your wine? I have soft teeth. I can't believe you would say that. So, how could you say that? You know I have soft teeth. So we're going to have Asabuco. Yeah. We're going to have massive wine glasses that are yep. filled darn near to the brim. We're also going to do uh, a rendition. We won't do full turkey legs, but we will have like <laughs> chicken drummies yeah. and beet salad. Yep. Because I bet BJ can make a delicious beet salad. You betcha. Um, and then what else was there? Oh, and then like a cheese platter or whatever that Michael like fingers up in like, oh, yeah. these are out of line, so I'll just... <laughs> yeah. And he didn't wash <laughs> his hands. <laughs> yeah. Do we need to... Is it a prerequisite that we uh, sprint through and break your sliding glass door every year too? Or is that, <laughs> yeah, we can do that. that. I don't really have a sliding glass think. door. Nice. Okay, great. Okay. Push the button. Welcome to Spot Spotch Scotch and Splenda, the yeah, podcast. We're that, great <laughs> podcast that tastes like the office and gets you drunk. <laughs> I don't, we haven't even drunk. We haven't even drunk anything yet. This is gonna be a good one already. <sighs> podcast that tastes like the office and gets you drunk, like planning your own office themed dinner party, dinner party style yeah, with yeah. Osobuco for four hours. Yes. Here on Scotch and Splenda, we're talking about anything and everything in the office, but most importantly, theories, side stories, and what ifs. We are your co-regional managers. I'm AJ. I'm BJ. I'm Nick. And on this episode, we are continuing. This is our last installment of the host's top five episodes of The Office. It's BJ's turn today. It is. We are hyped. We are ready. We are excited. We will be jumping right in, but not before... We give you that very quick reminder that we got to have you guys following us on the social media at Scotch Splenda, just at Scotch Splenda, no ampersand, no and, nothing like that, just at Scotch Splenda. Find us on Instagram, TikTok, all the good fun places. Make sure you guys are leaving us a review. Five stars, five stars on any social, uh, no, 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 podcast platform. There you go. How many people do you think we have taught the word ampersand? Ampersand? Yeah. Uh, I think about that every episode. I think How about many people you think don't know what that means. Look it up, and they're like, "Oh, it's the and symbol," and they learn yeah. something new from us. I said I it, think I about said it in my real time. life job. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Put an ampersand on the sign because it'll save some space." And they're like, "What is that? What's that?" Uh, I remember. I remember the first time I asked what an ampersand was. I felt like a dummy. 
Um, yep. But now I feel much smarter because I use it every time we record. And now you've learned new things. You're right. So, got, <laughs> so tell us how much you appreciate us teaching you about an ampersand <laughs> by writing us a review. Five stars on Apple Podcasts or just leave us five stars. Uh, on Spotify or anywhere else that you're listening. And uh, by all means, guys, leave us a voicemail. We love hearing those other awesome super fans out there like you because you're listening to the show and you call in, you leave a voicemail. That phone number is 319-359-7977. Hey. Very cool. Do us a solid, guys. We would love to have you uh, on this show with us. And uh, at that point now, all we got to do is talk about our favorite episodes. BJ, it's your turn. Man. Real quick, before we dive into that. Please and thank just you. Just want to do a touch-in on the Instagram Ooh. bracket. We oh, have yeah, going. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we are doing Battle of Michael's Love Life, and um, we've already thrown out a few of the first uh, of the of the lineups there, or of the competitions. First rounds? Yeah, but I just want to go through the, the lineups. Okay, yeah, that Because depending right. on when this episode airs, we don't know quite how far we'll be here. Beer, beer, beer. Cheers. Sorry, cheers. Yep. All right. Here. Cheers. Oh, you're spilling all over the place. You're in this podcast studio two times. Hey. And you spill all over the place. Time. You got bubbles coming up all through the neck of that corona. Yeah. It's because you didn't hold it. Anyways, like moving on. Okay. So the first lineup <laughs> was Holly Flax. Holly Flax versus Concierge Marie. Okay. Holly Flax won. Oh, what 80, a disappointment. 80, 83%. Did you vote Concierge Marie? No. Did you? I can't tell you. Get Michael Day back here. <laughs> Did you? Is that his name? Let me look up his name really quick. It's Michael Hall. Michael think, Hall. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to talk about him every episode until someone tops his voicemail. I know. Um, the next up, Donna Newton and the chair model. Ooh. After that, we have Margaret the Landlady and Ryan Howard. <laughs> Follow, followed by Jan Levinson and Wendy's. Wendy's. Hot and juicy, baby. Dude, this is a Wendy's. Dude, this is a Wendy's restaurant. <laughs> and then we have Meredith versus Pam. God damn it. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Do you think she should keep, keep it quiet? quiet? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Blood Drive Lady versus uh, Helene Beasley. Oh. Can we just call her Jenny from the league since that's yeah. who she is? Yep. Uh, Katie, the purse girl, obviously, mm. versus Carol Stills. Oh, Ooh, good line. And Isabel Pariba versus the Benihana waitress. Wow. Okay. Yep. Wow. Which one? Which Benihana? Which waitress? Yeah. The I one should, who I should have done a whole separate bracket <laughs> of the wa- all the waitresses. <laughs> Benihana waitress one versus Benihana waitress two. Yeah. yeah. And then Armor winner, girl or non-armor girl. Winner moves on to Benihana waitress three v four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Cindy, the audio. Cindy. The audio for the Instagram post is just John Mayer's. Your body is a wonderland. Yeah. <laughs> So please, please a little more. vote, vote for your bracket for your choice. Um, I want to see some major upsets in there. I think I think Wendy's is going to go further than you, you think. You think so, Wendy's <laughs> going? Well, he's planning to meet up with who's, her. Who's yeah. Wendy's against? Uh, Wendy's is up against uh, Jan Levinson. Oh, <laughs> Well, if was, Wendy's, that would, uh, that would be the upset of the century. Yeah. Oh, dude! And the picture is that. just going to be a picture of of the Wendy's, uh, <laughs> maybe just like a really dirty Wendy sign on like a strip in yeah. downtown Chicago, like <laughs> the one that says like 
C H K N N U G S. Chicken nugs. Chicken nugs. Uh, or there's like there's like a really crappy the one in the in in the county. Yeah. You know, maybe like a county photo. Otherwise, I'll just do oh, the mascot yeah. picture. But yeah. it, it'll be fun. Anyway, all right. It. So moving back in, my top five. Yeah. So I had a ton of fun picking these. Honestly, it was tough. Obviously, there would have been some overlap if we didn't kind of discuss. It's true. So we can kind of let know. we can kind of let some people in on that. We did try to try to do a little preliminary you know we didn't want to make sure we were overlapping we wanted right. to give 15 strong episodes that yep. people can revisit but we wanted to make sure that everyone got their actual number one correct yes right? that that is right yes so so my number five mm-hmm. it's a booze cruise it's a- <laughs> in january in january are you crazy <laughs> like walla pom pack yes like so pom pack so this is um, this is such a good episode for obviously a lot of reasons. It takes place mostly outside of the office, and I feel like this is the first big episode off the lot, mm-hmm. essentially, right? Like basketball was in the warehouse, and, yeah, and we have some other episodes kind of um, out. But this is season two, um, and you know it's a peak everything as far as pushing the story. Which I also I think we all agree that we like we like episodes that move the story up along a little bit. Yep. And so this pushes yeah. the the Jim and Pam storyline a little bit. Um, this you can kind of see Jan's relationship with Michael, especially in the extended cut um, at the beginning of the episode, and kind of where they left off post client mm-hmm. and um, post uh, the not I was gonna say customer experience surveys, but it's the uh, performance reviews. Performance yeah. reviews, right? And so is this how you've been conducting all your performance reviews? Mm. <laughs> the performance was satisfactory. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, you know, it's just to start the episode. Uh, the what's her name? I almost said Wendy. The chick from uh, corporate. Corporate. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Colored. Oh, oh, oh! I'll I'll think of it here. Uh, it's, it's not Deb, but it's uh, no. something along those lines. I'll think of it. Yeah. So she on. shows up. Darla. No, it's what? not Darla. Uh, fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Underappreciated in my tongue. Why are you the way that you? Okay, sorry. I'm like, no, Nothing don't do it. <laughs> it's don't, too long. It's too long. It's too long of a stinger. Okay. You motherfucker. We'll think of her name here shortly. So she comes in the office with Jan. Okay, and this is the extended one. And she, Brenda. Brenda. Thank you, You're Brenda. Welcome. Jim he did not look it up. We've been watching him the whole time. Jim Jim later asked her out over the phone. Exactly, and that's that's why I thought of it. Yeah, he I just asked a girl out over the phone. phone. Um, so Brenda comes in with Jan, and she is going to be kind of like on the. I don't know what Brenda's role is. Some sort of intern, or if she's uh, she must have a job. She was at she was close enough with Jan and enough with the office to be at Jan's birthday party. I so that's mentioned. I assumed that she works in some sort of like operations type role. Yeah. Where she's she's there observing, trying to figure out like, okay, what are the best practices I can take back to our other branches? Yeah. Maybe. What are the things that are successful? Like I assume she's in some sort of like operations role. Yeah. That's fair. I would I would agree with that. So I, she Yeah. But uh she comes in and um so at one point Michael says, uh, Brenda, can I have a moment alone with Jan? I need to talk to her in private. And Brenda looks at him and says, Jan told me to tell you no if you ask that question. And, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, really, really, Jan? <sighs> Brenda, can we have a moment alone? Mm-hmm. And she says, okay. 
And Jan's like, Brenda. Brenda. Oh, no. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And that just goes back to Michael's salesmanship, I think. Uh, Like, he re manipulated that whole situation. But anyway, I love that little nugget. That's That's in a super fan episode. (laughs) Um, But basically, uh, this is a team bonding episode. Right. So, his, his, uh, his metaphor for it, if you will, is leadership. Ship being in the word leadership, and, and he's going to take him on a on a booze cruise, and then he has all these uh, I don't know similes or whatever you want to yeah. call them between these the like office roles, and analogies, analogies. Of, yeah, there you go, and 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 puns. Yeah, <laughs> but I um, I just have to interject. My favorite one is what he says. What would you think that the sales department is? Maybe the sales are the sales. Yes, 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 Daryl. The, the the sales department makes sales. Yeah, very good. <laughs> it's like it's like that's a great analogy. And he yes. just shot it down. Yes, I, I as my most recent rewatch because that joke's so funny. But like that is probably the perfect it's part the perfect of analogy ship because it for, moves it forward. Yeah, yeah it moves yeah. it forward exactly. And you it know, moves it forward without them, you're dead in the water. Yes. And we all know that that Toby's the anchor, right? Because right. it's the only thing weighing down the ship, keeping it in place. <laughs> Toby is the is the scurvy virus that finds its way around the ship. Oh. According to Michael, it is for sure. Yeah. And, Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, so you know, and then you know, obviously, when they talk about the furnace, and they had ice. And <laughs> one, how old is, is this ship? <laughs> and one of the the most. And it, it's a funny, it's a funny line, but I think it's just more funny to me knowing in the bloopers that there was one line that they could not get through as a group in the conference room, and over and over and over, you can go and just Google booze cruise bloopers, and you can watch them break over and over and over again on the one line, and that's Phyllis saying, "Everyone in the engine room drowned," <laughs> and <laughs> they could not get past that line. <laughs> And they just kept breaking, and and then you know, thanks. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's so many good small lines in this in this episode too. Like, um, he's he's talking about you know Titanic, and and Pam has a great line where I think you're thinking of the Hunt for Red October. You saw the movie, yeah. You saw the movie. Those of you who did Titanic, hello. Yeah. Um, so then we get to the boat and Michael has in his head that essentially that him and his office people are going to be the only people on this boat. Yeah. I truly think that's what he, he thought. Didn't, he didn't book like a private cruise, no. but he's like, oh, why would I need to spend the money to do that? I'll just book it in January and nobody else will book it. <laughs> like, he, he, you, no, he <laughs> definitely looked at like, oh, well, I don't need to pay for for a private cruise, if I just book it when nobody wants to go, we'll just get it by ourselves by default. Yeah, exactly. And then it doesn't work out that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, he, he wants to be captain of the ship. He's not. Rob Riggle, right? That's the actor. Yep. Rob yeah. Riggle. Oh, so yeah. funny. Another great so cameo funny. I feel like yes. we could have had more of. Yes. He, I mean, they could not have handpicked a better guy to play that role. I'm also your party captain, too. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go and start here in just a few minutes. Uh Coast Guard requires me to tell you all the exits of the ship. It's pretty easy. Anywhere off the side. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm also captain of anyone who steps foot on the ship. It's like, it's like well, you, you could be Gilligan. It's like, I'd rather kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Dwight looks back at that point and is just like, wait, because yes, he's you supposed to be, be Gilligan. Gilligan. Uh, uh, but anyways, go yeah, and I mean, it's just it's a downhill spiral. And so Brenda's role in this ship is the way it was pitched to Michael was let's see how successful this is, 
And if it is a good way for, you know, team bonding, leadership, we'll actually send out the information to the other branches. Right. Right. I think Brenda realizes pretty quick that this is a shit show. Yeah. Yeah. And so when are you going to start in the presentation? Yep. I, was, uh, I already right kind of started it back, oh, right at now, the, right now. Yeah. <laughs> back at the office. But yeah, right now. He, he just tries interjecting himself throughout this whole time. And the moment that he walks up and he says, he says to the band, hey, guys, sh- sh- cool it, cool it, is maybe the funniest thing. <laughs> Sean and I crack up about that. Every time we walk into a place and there's somebody playing music, one of us will make the motion of, hey, cool it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Telling a band, a live band, to cool it is the funniest fucking thing to me. I have no idea why. Because <laughs> they're like the paid entertainment. He, yeah. he can't cool wait it. two cool minutes it. for a break in the music between songs. He's got to be like, this is happening. Now. It's happening now. Yeah. yeah. And then Michael, well, at one point, Michael takes the guitar and yeah. you see, and you get the full scene in the extended one. But he's he's like, all right, guys, follow, follow my lead. And it's bump. I was like, I don't know, something's wrong with this thing. And I think the guys, if I remember correctly, like the drummer even tries to give him a little bit to go, like, oh, maybe this will pick up. Doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. And so basically, yes. And then you get the Katie, you get the breakup with Katie, you get the reproposal to Pam because the first one didn't count. By Roy. By what? By- <laughs> you get the longest. God, he sucks, dude. You, you get the longest uh, pause in sitcom history, which I still think yes. holds to this day. 27 seconds of dead air mm-hmm. when Michael, or sorry, uh, Jim and Pam are outside of the boat and it ends with Pam saying, it's cold. I'm cold. And it goes in. And then you get a good bonding moment with Michael That's true. and Jim. So all good stuff. You get those like uh, paternal like moments with Michael. Yeah. He's a boss. He he can help his people out. You know what I mean. And so yeah. And I uh, number one uh, quick trivia. What was the what was the date that Roy and Pam set for their wedding? June tenth. June tenth. All right, there it is. Quick fire. Point to BJ. <sighs> You didn't know you were playing yet, Oh, did I you? didn't realize uh, I had a new person to lose to an office. Well, I, I pre- you won last week. This is I really pre- fucking <laughs> fun for me, guys. I'm really excited about the, the audible that we just threw here to an office Olympics in the middle of the goddamn episode. <laughs> well, I pretty much started host. the presentation back at the office, so, yeah. but I'll keep and, going. And I did some stuff on the dock. And the dock. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we'll keep going. <laughs> but I love... I, Unbelievable. So we get back. <laughs> but then... The other blooper that's great is is after Michael's whole thing with the guitar, you see Creed goes up oh, and yeah. says, "Hey, boss, you mind if I if I give it a shot?" He's like, "Yeah, it's, you can give it a shot. That's not in tune. I don't know what's going on with it." And he just goes up because Creed was in the Grassroots yeah. band, and he gives that little explanation. Back in the '60s, I was in a uh, rock group called the Grassroots. We had a lot of fun, played a lot of like the different tours and stuff like that. And he goes up and he just says to the band, basically pulls a Marty McFly. Yep. Except he goes, E Blues, E Blues. Follow me. E Blues. And he goes, and he just starts ripping it. And yep. everybody is stoked. Yeah. And I love that so much. <laughs> Definitely another favorite moment. Good stuff. Anything Booze else Cru- on Booze no, Cruise? Booze Cruise is a great episode. It's a great episode. It is. It's one of those ones that helps drive the story, but it's a fun episode that you can watch regardless. Yeah. Hard yeah. moment between Jim and Katie. You think that'll ever be us? No. No. 
ice cold, man. Why'd you ice even bring cold. me here? I don't know. And then we should break up. There. He's got yeah. to sit there on that boat with her. Oh my gosh, yeah. Jim! What a think. terrible! What a terrible! I remember I was reading through a, a thread on Reddit or something a while back that was mm-hmm. like, "What's the worst place to break up with someone?" And the top answer was a cruise. Yeah, it's like because it's like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> like you're on the same ship for the next X amount of days at that point. No, they would have like, to be. And that's the rooms like, are booked, so you have yeah. like that's where. Well, anyway, yeah, moving yeah. on. Have moving you guys on. ever seen she's out of my league? Yeah. Oh yeah. Where he gives his big speech where he like tells his whole family to fuck off on their way to Branson <laughs> yeah. and yeah. then they won't let him off the airplane. If we He's open that plane is yeah. a twenty five thousand dollar fine and you will be blacklisted. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. All right, let's move <laughs> number four. Number four. Number four. Viagra Falls. Viagra Falls. <laughs> so, is this the one where they went to Africa? Yeah, shut yeah. up. Shut up. Uh, not, People Nigeria. don't forget. God. <laughs> like eight years ago. Eh? <sighs> Niagara. Okay. Niagara. Niagara. I, so, and here's why. This is, I mean, this is a, this is over, start to finish, this is a good episode. I mean, it starts with the things not to do at the wedding, right? It's a great opening scene. Um, you get so much Dwight, Michael outside work energy, right? Mm-hmm. And then little jokes. But I'm uh, probably what you'd call a romantic at heart, okay? Mm-hmm. And the final scene is great. The boat scene. Yeah. The look. And I mean, it's just chills every time. So, I know. And so honestly, like it will, this episode always has a special place in my heart. It's technically a two-part episode and it's hilarious all the way through. I do have questions. Like Kevin had plenty of time before the wedding to go like, somewhere and buy some shoes right like come on go buy shoes yeah but overall i mean this start to finish like i said is a great episode are you um, considering two the both episodes together yeah kind of, i would at this point? Okay. Probably, yeah, probably like I we would. did a stress relief yeah sure yeah goodbye and toby if i if i had to guess or if i had to say i'd say then part two would be of the two my my sure. favorite yeah. but but the night out stuff before yeah where, and you get okay and then there's something i caught for the first time in the super fan episodes like so jim's out with uh dwight and michael yeah and they want to go to some bar or something it's 40 minutes away <laughs> so they take a taxi 40 minutes to go to this one bar that they wanted to go to but they wouldn't let him in because dwight refused to relinquish his firearm that he had on his side and so they had to immediately hop in the taxi oh and come back 40 minutes so they did an hour round trip they spent 150 yes. in this taxi and jim's just like uh and so we just had to turn around and come back 40 minutes back because <laughs> dwight had a gun and he wouldn't take it off he had like an open carry yeah <laughs> New York in the early 2000s because that's going to go over well. Oh, God. Like, I I do... The reason I love this episode, I won't spend too much time on it, but, like, the reason I do love this episode is because I think it is a wonderful TV, like, reenactment or example of a real wedding and how it goes. Like... Problems. Problems always come up. Something always comes up. The, the night before, the something going on with family, somebody gets into town late, something yeah. like whatever it is, right? Something is going to happen. Somebody's room doesn't get booked, or somebody doesn't have a room, or it's like yeah. the guy Every. who the guy who catered the appetizers at the wedding didn't bring paper plates, and the mother of what the, a and son the mother, of a bitch. and the mother of the groom yells at him. <laughs> Wait, my mother yelled. <laughs> <laughs> she no, she wasn't angry. She was just disappointed. She was disappointed. <laughs> well, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> 
should just put a pla- why don't we just put a platter on each table? Man, yeah. problem solved. Problem Fuck. solved. If only I could have been there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Nick- like I say, this used to be such a great country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You get Bam. You get Jim's brothers. I mean, it's just it's packed full of, of guest stars. You get uh uh what she's from Pitch Perfect. What's her name? The sister. Uh, Bam's sister. Anna Camp. Oh yeah. I, is that her, her name? In real life. Anna okay. Pam's sister chick, is? Yeah, you're talking the chick from True Blood and Pitch yeah, yeah, Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The blonde, yeah. Oh, Kevin? Yeah. I'm sorry, I thought it was Gil. Yeah. And then the, that runner goes, that runner goes through both episodes all the way start to finish because every time she walks by them in the background, it's, it's <laughs> Kevin and Oscar like doing something. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah and I love that. And at the very end in the Superfan episode is, is like Kevin says something like, why are you so disgusted with me? You know, like, why not me? <laughs> but anyway. You got that thick Chicano hair. Chicano hair. Yeah. Oscar, I would be proud to date you. Yeah. <laughs> the grandma cracks me up when she talks about, um, like, the TV not being able to turn yeah, off. Bruno. Bruno. I had Bruno. to just sit there and let it happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and they couldn't have. I mean, that had to... Can I say that um, from this from from the moment I saw uh, episode two is the entire reason why I no longer accept ice out of a scoopable ice machine? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I do feet. not do that. I got six numbers. One more would have made a phone number. And then he <laughs> said, and then he's like, "My dogs are barking. Yeah. My my tissue box shoes were a huge hit, but my dogs are barking and just." They're so sweaty, and he's just rifling through that yeah, ice with it's his feet. So upsetting. So I have, so I have, I wasn't even gonna bring it up, and I'm, <laughs> and I might save it for a fan theory. And you know what? We'll save it for a fan fan theory. But I'm just gonna put the nugget in your guys' head. Okay. Okay. In the extended cut, when Michael's looking for a place to sleep before he finds the ice machine room, you know, yeah, it, you know, it's because he goes take a picture to last longer yep. while he's changing. He gets into a hotel room. Oh, and he sleeps and he falls asleep in a heart shaped bathtub. Oh, you think he fell asleep in the honeymoon suite? No, it wasn't that. It wasn't the honeymoon suite. It was Kelly and Aaron's room. And who wakes him up is them two and Ryan. (gasps) Oh, no. Interesting. Going to the tub. Oh, let that simmer for a I while. Will we'll discuss. Let that burn into my brain. <laughs> let that simmer for, for a little bit. Niagara's great. A great series. A great two-parter. Great episodes. Yeah, well, we have. I love it. We haven't brought it up yet, but you talk about the shot on the ship at the end, and we just had Bru- booze cruise. Yep. Like uh, Captain Jack on booze cruise offers to marry them as captain of the ship, yep. and Pam says, "No, I'd want to have my family there. Like I want to have everybody there," and then. In Niagara, your next episode, they end up being married by the captain of the ship in their own private little on ceremony. Yeah, that's right. And I because think it just had to be with the right person, with the right person, and also everyone was driving her crazy. Yep. Yeah. So I think she was, and she was over her mom for sure at that point. Oh man, you know, with the whole jealousy thing. So, all right, moving on to yeah. numero. Trace. Love that. I was gonna say three, but sure, Trace. Numero three. Um, <laughs> Beach games. Beach games. Beach games. Beach games, really? Yes. I love beach games. Um, You're talking beach games. The episode where we found out that Angela Martin would be willing to let Andrew Bernard die, die. Yes. to let Dwight get 
regional manager. Yes, and that okay. is love. Wow. That's love. Yep, that's love. We knew it from that moment. I would on. let him slowly drown it. in a sumo suit upside down. Oh, what a nightmare! <laughs> but I mean, okay, Oof. just talk about broad. You know, looking forty thousand feet in the air. Yeah, this episode apples perfect. to apples. This, yeah, apples to Blind, apples. Flying at ten thousand feet. Yes, at the end of the day. At the end of the day. This, episode, you stop this episode's perfect. <laughs> Sorry, go have ahead. your own office. We have been waiting for the straw that broke the camel's back for a full season now with the Pam and Jim thing, right? Yep. And right. Karen is now the new girlfriend. Yeah. And finally, Pam gets her moment. I think I like strong Pam. I Maybe, do too. And I, I, I feel like I tended to drift towards episodes where I'm not being annoyed by Popcorn Phyllis and popcorn. it's... it's Strong Pam and strong, strong Pam, not Pammy, not Pammy. Yeah. Don't call don't me. Don't call Pam. me Pammy. Don't call me Pammy. Yep. And so obviously from the start, it's the the beach games, whatever, and then the extended cut. That's the way to go on any episode, really. Mm-hmm. But definitely on this one, um, Michael's blowing up the sumo suit. He passes out in the back of the bus. That's a great part <laughs> that gets left out of the original yes, one. That's right. He gets, he's Good blowing call. it up. Um, I mean, so many little like the little lines in this episode specifically. Um, is what does it for me. So like the, oh, and never forget to wear your safety mittens. Oh, oh I don't have the, Anyway. I don't have those. That's yep, all right. Let's go. We'll be fine. We'll yeah. be fine. We're fine. <laughs> um, and uh, in the extended one, you get the gym at the beginning, like, uh, Michael, uh, it's probably not safe for us to be blindfolded walking around lit torches. And, Pam, and Michael's like, that's a really good call, Michael. Pam, make a note. Jim cares about safety. All right, guys, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just ignored. <laughs> I, I like that. I like Dwight and Ryan throughout that that uh, game. The egg hunt. Mush, the, mush, you idiot. idiot. Come on, you fool. Let's go. Yep. Let, I told you, stop yelling at me. Okay, that's not a good way to motivate somebody. And I feel like Ryan is making his case as like yeah, under, under underlying Ryan making his case to be a manager. Yeah. Yep. That's not how you motivate people. That's how you motivate people. Mush. Yep. And that's a perfect a perfect metaphor for what Dwight turns into when he first gets the interim, you know, whatever the interim. Yeah. You know, that yeah. he's the mush guy and it's not until season nine when he becomes the good, you mm-hmm. know, and he mm-hmm. learns. Um but yeah, and then you get the the coal walk, which you know Michael doesn't do, but Dwight does way more Get than me necessary. That job. Get me that job. Get me, Get me that job. I'm Part of being a manager you, is, is looking good. I've never looked like that. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <sighs> and the uh, the aristocrats. I won't even go into that. No. Um, and then you get the you get the phone call from uh, Jim and Karen. Yeah. To, um, to DW up at corporate. Yep. And then you get the Pam speech at the end, and then you get Jim joining her in the water in the extended cut, and they talk. And they kind of recap that in the in the job episode one. Right. Well. So I think overall it's it's a really good move the plot forward episode. Yeah. It's like a it's like a transitional one. You yep. know, like yep. we're we're good with hey, it's almost like they're more putting some things to rest. Yeah. Like some of that, some of that tension, some of that, you know, they're putting it to rest. We're getting you ready for this next part very much so. People going through the interview process of the job and, and, uh, you know, I, I, I wish I could rewatch that almost for a first time to see if Michael 
and and to know how I felt if Michael was actually in the content like contention for that. Yeah. That job. It's it certainly seemed like it at the time. They definitely make it feel like he's a serious contender because he yeah. was the one who was approached. They yeah. asked him to come in and interview Michael. For him. But do you but think Michael, that in the, but then in the deposition? He says that like I'm he asking. was never a serious <laughs> contender for the job, which is weird to me. Do you think he was doing it out of courtesy? I think I it's a courtesy. Know. I think you need to. Ha- I think you need to be able to bring people in. You have yeah. to allow the proper people a chance. If Michael's been in that manager role for a long time, that's it. You need to give him the shot. By all definition, he was the most qualified for that job. Exactly. He's, that is stated. Yep. He's the most tenured. He's running the highest volume, most successful branch for all on paper. Michael is the most the best contender. And I think David Wallace felt like he had to give him an interview to check a box and then he could move on with pick and just say, you know, so-and-so did had a better interview. We like his ideas. You're perfect where you're at. We're going to, you know, keep charging in the right direction there, blah, 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 whatever. He could be political about it. That may have been the only time David Wallace had a good managerial. Uh, Yeah. Like, thought come through his head because it certainly didn't happen when he was taking interviews before firing jan dumb yeah that doesn't happen in real life corporate at corporate down the hall from where she's working you're smoking in your office every day you're always visiting your sister in scottsdale yeah (laughs) online shopping shopping. (laughs) you don't even seem interested in your work Uh, uh, anyway, that's not even the episode we were talking not, about. It's but, not, but, uh, but it sorry. leads, but it, like we were saying, it it was the perfect transition because it's, because that, that beach day was all fun before it became yep. all business and all corporate. Yep. So that's yep. a great episode. Beach day. Love yep. that. And I think if we were going to give someone an award, mm-hmm. it'd be this next one. It'd be the Dundies. The Dundies. The Dundies. <laughs> so obviously Dundies, the season two, episode one version and I, uh, it's definitely, definitely, definitely one of the best episodes. I mean, think about it. So it was technically the third episode they recorded yeah, in season two, but the first one that aired. So it's the first episode. But you get a brand new Michael out of the gate, right? His hair is fixed. He's lost some weight. He has. He, he, look, he looks good. He he's, looks almost he, like a different he, person. They turned his cringe from an 11 down to a seven. Right. You know, so he's tolerable as a human being. And, and then you get, I mean, so many little nuggets where you find out Michael is always the guy trying to make sure his employees are having fun and, yep. and being recognized. Got He's trying to be a good boss. Even he, though they may not want it. His execution is terrible. And that's yes. a, a perfect example. I mean, and the Dundies is, is them explaining that Michael's, Michael wants to be a good boss. You know, yeah. like, you know, think about, well, your neighbor finds out you didn't get a Dundee and all of a sudden there's yeah. a smell coming from your neighbor's house. Neighbor, says, neighbor hung himself. He says, due to lack of recognition. Due to lack of recognition. <laughs> but yeah, it's exactly right. Neighbor, rather than rather than look at something that it's Michael trying to be a good boss, but it's Michael trying to be a good boss while also having no idea how to actually connect with his employees and what they want. Yeah, correct. Because if he was to take like a straw poll, I'm sure they all would have appreciated a half day off. They all would yep. have appreciated. Uh, a pizza party at the office and some sort of I don't and we go like home an hour card early bonus. like that's yeah. a, something like that that they would have spent the money on I put that in quotes because obviously everybody pays for their own Dundies this year yeah yeah uh, but, but here's the thing as like I think I don't think he paid any money for it at, then at the end of the day because the only thing the company would have then paid for is food right so did he yeah. just reserve part of the restaurant it wasn't like it was a private party room 
Because they're out in the open the, the with way, everybody. The way it was, the way it was laid out, it didn't even look like he really reserved much of anything. No, they're yeah. surrounded by normal and, people. Yeah. Like yeah. normal diners. And and like it, like no, Michael, there wasn't Michael even a purchase of food. That. Yeah, <laughs> they're doing. They, My, Michael wouldn't just. They're doing separate show off checks with his huge group to his event. Yeah, we're actually doing separate checks. Separate checks. And okay, so uh, let's just hit the, the highlights of this one too. Sure. Um, Pam getting drunk. One of my favorite things. I don't know why. Yeah. Because you you never really see her get drunk. Maybe twice in the entire series. And she and Jenna Fisher is a very good fake drunk actress. Mm-hmm. She yeah. does it really well. Well, like, you know how they did that, right? Did you listen to the Office Ladies? episode on that yeah so like they couldn't allow her to actually be drunk so they had to figure out how she was like drunk so bj novak took her out and they got absolutely shit housed at a bar one night so that he could write drunk pam yeah and it was perfect no kidding yeah Yeah. oh i love that so much yeah and like jenna always she's like a self-proclaimed like not a big drinker yeah she talks about that a lot you know so she would be someone and pam also fits that same bill like like Pam doesn't go home from work and drink six beers. Yeah, you know, like she's you just know she doesn't. She do was that. just mad. Like you saw that whole interaction with yeah. Roy. Like the moment they found out, like this meal is not covered. Like Roy well, and Dale Roy was are gone. out. Yeah, right. They're yeah. like, Dude, let's go. They were let's in it for a free meal. They wanted a free meal. They were done with it. And she yeah. said no. Like and she said the only interaction or the only thing you really hear is like, no, I don't want to. Like if you had asked me, then you would know that. That's what Pam says. Yeah. And she goes back in and immediately takes Jim's beer. Yep. yep. And then it's go time. <laughs> and then you had the little blip at the end where the 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 manager. Chili's manager. Yeah, yeah the Chili's manager yeah. is like, and she is no longer welcome at this establishment uh, ever again. Only room at so, this establishment ever yep. again. <laughs> Xerox. Yeah. <laughs> Xerox nice. your driver's license. Uh, uh, this restaurant. The Dundies. Ever... <laughs> How can I explain it? How can I explain it? <laughs> yeah. So that was that's my number my number two, and number one. Sing it out. Those guys. Did we ever? Did we ever put them up against? Did we put them up against the Benihana Benihana couple? couple? No, we put. uh, No, that would be a good one. Chili one up just today. Just sure. Chili's d bags. Straw poll. Who's worse? Chili d bags (laughs) versus Benihana couple. Chili's regulars. The chili regulars. Chili's regulars (laughs) or Benihana (laughs) dating couple. Two for one margarita bros versus. For one margarita, <laughs> those dudes went there with a coupon yeah. for an awesome blossom and two, two margaritas. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they got. For it was a happy hour coupon, and then you've got day date Benny Hanna. Like, can, we, can we talk about this too? How did Pam, who was drunk, let's let's elaborate. Pam was drunk, did fall off a chair. How did she get kicked out? Have her driver's license Xeroxed? These guys harassed a party from across the restaurant. Through food yeah. and are still hanging out. Yeah, because the Chili's was on their team. You suck, man. <laughs> they wanted them you gone. Suck, like, dude. I, I don't know. Like those guys no. suck. That's a good. That's they don't a good get argument. it. They can, Chili's doesn't get five it. Five out of five so. dentists recommend those guys suck my nards. God, I love the Dundies. I love the Dundies. My number one. Do it. Number one. Dinner party. No. Oh. This is this is a big one. This yeah. is a big one. Nah. Uh, so you know what's I not think... a big one? That plasma screen that TV plasma. on Michael's <laughs> wall. <laughs> but he can stand there and watch it all day. Uh, yeah. I love it. I love got it. more I people love in the TV. room. You got more people? Goes right Goes into right the in. wall. 
Yeah. <laughs> John Krasinski could not I know. Keep it it's my favorite blooper yes. probably of the show of most TV. Like it, can, it is absolute top tier. Everybody is like it happens so many times. He breaks so many times. People go through like the cycle of laughing because he's laughing, being annoyed because he's breaking, and then laughing again because he's still breaking. Yeah, yeah. Like they go through like the it's okay, it'll come back around type of funny. And you can see like Melora Hardin, who plays Jan, is just like losing it every time that John Krasinski breaks because he cannot <sighs> keep it together. I just love it so much. Like, I mean, we've talked about this episode in details. We and, don't, I mean. But it's great. I believe yeah. it's a collective, like we said beforehand, right? Like we tried not to step on top of each other. Yep. And I think the the reason that it's so important that you did have this as your number one is because I think that this is a, it could be an honorary number one for oh, either, this, any of us. This yeah. would have been a top two, top three on 100, everybody's 100%. list if we were yeah. not worried about overlap. And, and and but finishing up like our roundabout of of our favorite episodes, this is absolute top tier. It is incredibly hard to watch. It is the epitome of a train wreck on TV. Yep. Yeah. And there's so much more. Okay, so. I heard that, and maybe it was during Office Ladies or something, where they talked about how, like, they wanted Jan to have, like, a devil, you know, kind of vibe, right? Like, she's supposed to be the villain of this episode. Yeah, yeah. So, everybody go back and rewatch it on the extended one. Okay. And just look for things. One, almost everywhere Jan goes, she's surrounded by flame, bright lights, or the color red. Mm-hmm. Well, she's wearing red. And she's wearing, wearing red. red. Yeah. But Jan's photos as they go up, the coal candle scene, obviously, they they purposely sit her next to the fireplace so when it pans over to her when she's angry with Michael, there's the flame. There's yeah, and there's flames in the background, right? Yes. And then what 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 color do they surround Michael with? Blue. The poly girl blue yeah. sign. Yeah. Oh my They make gosh. him the angel of of the event. And it's <sighs> And they like literally give him a blue aura and they cut to her on the side and it's red it's with the flames red. with the flames and the candles in the background. Oh and they're at two opposite ends of the table. See, yeah. this is what I'm talking about. They do such a good job with these subtle things. Yep. Whether it be wardrobe, the lighting, the like the set. Yeah. It's created so well. It's so smart. And like, I mean, it's probably obvious to people who work in television, right? right? But at the same time, when you yeah. are just a fan of something, you're like, yeah. oh, I love watching the show. Or I'm going to watch this week's episode of this. They do such a great job. They they really, like, they hit home runs almost every single episode doing yeah. that. Yep, yep. Dinner Party is one of those episodes for me that is so good because, like Stress Relief, it is, while we love uh, an episode that helps drive many plot points forward, Dinner Party is a great episode you can throw on for somebody who's never watched The Office before. Yep. You can say, here, jump right in, and they'll still have a pretty decent grasp of what's going on. You, right. can, you can give them like five bullet points yeah. for them to then be like, okay, like Pam Dw- and Michael did not actually date. Yep. Dwight was not invited. That's not his real girlfriend. Dwight Look. and Angela dated. They had a bad yeah. breakup. Uh, Hunter is Jan's old assistant, yeah. and there's rumors that they made sweet, sweet yeah. love. Yes, made him a man. I guess yeah. you could say it's like ninety <laughs> seconds of exposition that you man. need to give over the course of a thirty-minute episode. Yeah, absolutely. And, and everybody would get it. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's that's my number one, and I think it is right. We could probably collectively just call it overall the number one. But yeah, it probably was. But when is, it first man. aired, man, it was a flop. 
Total flop. Isn't that crazy? Lowest rated episode of that season. Can you call it a cult classic at that point? Though? I think you can. Well, and now it's one of the highest rated episodes of all time. Yeah. And it got, I mean, it's one of the highest rated comedy episodes of all sitcoms of all time yeah. now. I mean, the way that they put that together, like they packed that that small condo, that condo with just tons of unnecessary furniture. They put all the stuff packed into a garage. They Like yep. the setup of this, oh, we painted the white the, the, the walls from white to eggshell. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> like that, an right? asylum before. And yeah, and, like, and just, and then they they leave you little nuggets throughout the the grill that's yeah, still on that's the sitting side. Sitting on the kitchen chair in I the mean, bedroom. Stuff like, like that, that it, 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 I think it collectively just screams so much whether... It's got a lot of rewatchability. It's a lot of rewatchability, and it's a lot of... Uh, there's plenty of Easter eggs, and like you said earlier, you can let somebody see that for the first time and never seen The Office, and be like, "Here's 90 seconds. This is yeah. gonna be. This is gonna blow your mind." Yeah, yeah, I love it, man. What a great pick! Great pick! Great pick! You know what I'm ready for? Give me it. Office Olympics. I'm ready for some Office Olympics. Dare you? Let's do it. AJ wanted cocktails last week. That's true. I did. Right? That one's not quite uh, polished up. Enough. Okay. All we're, right. We're gonna wait on that one. I think we're either gonna do Cards Against Humanity. Okay. Or we're gonna do isms. Give me give me one more week to prep on cards against humanity. That might be okay. a good idea. Okay. Through, it might be a because, good idea because I was a little con- I was a little confused on some of the uh, rules surrounding that one. Okay, but give me isms. I like isms. time to play isms. This is isms. a form of categories. You put the ism as in this is a defense mechanism. Nice. All right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cut off. <laughs> so the office Olympics is where I make up a game. AJ and Nick play it, and at the end, I get to decide who wins the game. So basically, I say jump. They say on who? On who? I say dance. They say on who? Hey, pretty Why? close. Pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> this this week's game is isms. I'm gonna name a character. And you have to give me their isms. You guys okay. go back and forth. Absolutely no pausing. First one to pause or can't think of something okay. loses. Define I, isms. I will give you an Jisms. example, which is not one of them. Pam. So I will say Pam. Next start, she says art. And they have the one word. Okay. One word yeah. answer. So you say art. Frizzy. Copier. You know? Okay. Receptionist. I you see. Just, is you, things, that, things, that things that they are. Broadly like describe they them or they like. Okay. Cool. Got it? I get it. On it. Nick will start. The first character is Dwight. Law enforcement. Farmer. Beats. Battlestar Galactica. Bears. Uh, Pause. Call it. Point. Nick. Why did I? Fail that's on how that? quick it needs to be. That's you know that's you fair. Know, I, I failed on that. I should have been way faster. There's so many things you can say. That, I know that would be acceptable. And I think that's the hardest part. Yep. There's yeah. so much. AJ will start. Okay. Michael. Watch. Grill. Ties. Hair. Boss. Mug. Sales. Jan. Manager. Uh, fuck. Pause. Okay. Ah, point God, two. It's got to be fast. It's got to yeah. be real fast. This He's is right. A, there's too many. There's so many. There's a lot. No <laughs> yeah, there's no reason to pause. That's great. Yeah. Ready? Okay, this okay. is the final one. I only did three. Wow. It's best, two. it's best two out of three. Nick starts. Daryl. Warehouse. Shipping. Tacos. Truck. Uh, chubby. Basketball. Keyboard. Singing. Uh, uh, fuck. Oh, I my. The name of his ex-wife. I couldn't <laughs> remember the name of his ex-wife. You could have just said ex-wife. Yeah. 
AJ wins this week uh, of yeah. Office Olympics. That, that one, fa- that went fast. So I, when I prepped that one, I only did three on purpose because I thought you guys would go for like five minutes a piece, that, and that's, that's why fair. I was like trying to rush this Jokes episode to get you, to you Office Olympics. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, they're gonna go forever on Michael. Dude, like we'll you do could that say, again. you could say carpet. You can say yeah, like, yeah desk. Now, I mean, I would have allowed almost anything. Thinning it out is like the tough part of it. Yeah, you know. Oh man, that's great. That was a fun. We could do that one again. We'll do that. Super fun. On the Office Olympics, thank you, BJ. Guys, we are going to get out of here. We got some things to do, but not before we tell you thank you so much for listening. Make sure you're checking us out on social media, at Scotch Splenda, no and, no ampersand sign, just at Scotch Splenda. Find us on your uh, platform that you're listening on right now so you can leave us a review, five stars, write it on Apple Podcasts, leave us a theory, and by all means, give us a voicemail. That number is... 319-359-359. Seven nine seven seven. We can't wait to come on back next week, guys. We will be here, but until next time, we'll catch you on the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. Goodbye. Goodbye.